Welcome to Parents Take Five, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, Associate Pastor for Youth, Young Adults, and Families with Young Children at Second Presbyterian Church in Little Rock, and your host. If you have any questions or have ideas, you can find this Facebook group for podcast listeners by searching for Parents Take Five. That's F-I-V-E. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Hey y'all, welcome back. Today I have special guest Jeannie Ford with us. Jeannie has been in ministry for almost 40 years. She is a certified Christian educator. She went to school at Presbyterian School of Christian Education. And y'all, she is a lover of children's books just as much as I am. And she has a special book that she brought with us today. Jeannie, tell us about it. A Savior is Born. Rocks tell the story of Christmas. Huh. Tell us about it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was on a shopping trip to buy craft supplies for our annual Hanging of the Greens celebration and walked around the corner, the end cap of one of the rows, and this book was sitting there. A Savior is Born, Rocks Tell the Story of Christmas, with a beautiful picture of the nativity scene on the cover I think you're going to get to see the cover. Yeah, we're going to have it on the on the Facebook page so you can see it. And it caught my eye because I have two granddaughters, now age 11 and 9, who absolutely love rocks. And every time they are at my house, they are in the backyard picking up rocks and making rock collections. And I picked it up just to look through it. And I was fascinated by the simplicity of the story. Tell us more about that. So there are rocks in it? So there are rocks in this one. They're, the picture, the illustrations are made with rocks. Okay. Um, the author of the book, Patty Rokas, uses rocks to um, create pictures, illustrations that tell the story of Christmas in this particular book. How beautiful. It is really beautiful. And the words, I, as you said, I'm a lover of children's books, and I have so, so, so many Christmas books. children's books and it started many years ago with a friend of mine who owned a bookstore in Fort Smith and I have found through the years my favorite of the Christmas stories have been the ones that simply have the words of scripture in them Mm. um two of my favorite the nativity by illustrated by Julie Vivas Mm. yes that's a great one just beautiful beautiful illustrations the words are from the King James version yes my favorite is the pregnant woman the pregnant woman and the (laughs) the, um the angels in hiking boots yes yes and then another book Christmas I can't even say the author's name I'm sure it's Jan Piankowski beautiful beautiful silhouettes um of the depicting the Christmas stories. And again, it's just the story straight from the King James Version of the Bible. This one, A Savior is Born with the Rocks, is even more simple. Every mm. page has one or two words or one phrase and a scripture reference. Um, 
But look at those. Look but at the look way at the, the, ro the rocks are arranged. Again, the pregnant Mary is oh, the best. Of course. There's the angel telling, and all it says is, Mary, you're going to have a baby. Hmm. But then it gives a scripture reference. So if you're reading this book at home with your children, you can make the pictures. You can make one nativity scene. You can look up the story together in the Bible and read the bigger picture of the words. But each page is on a black background, the words, two or three words per page, yeah. and then a scripture reference. So, so, so during Advent... A family might be able to use this page by page, is what I hear you saying. You could use it page by page, day by day. You could make one nativity scene that has it all, mm. that you leave up the whole time. Yeah. You could take the same rocks. I was looking through the pictures trying to determine whether she used different rocks for every scene yeah. or redid the scenes using the same rocks. My... I, my granddaughters were here last week for Thanksgiving, and we read the book, and of course we went out in the backyard, and it was hysterical. There, We live on a golf course, and there's a pond, and it's kind of drained a little bit right now, and they were, this rock looks like angel wings. This rock is a heart. This rock looks like a pregnant stomach. And we got our bag of rocks and came back and started trying to put together one scene, or they could each make a scene, or you could change it however often you wanted to. Oh, that's We're going nice. to use it. We're going to use the book at church a couple of ways. Um, in Bible Village, we're going to read the story. That's our elementary Sunday school program. And just have a bunch of rocks there and have the children work together in groups to create a scene mm. from the story of Christmas. We're going to have them. We're going to have a breakfast in Bethlehem on December 22nd. And we're going to have all those rocks there and where families can come together and look at the book and make some scenes and um, just some different ways to do it with families. But it could be one project that starts and goes all the way through. It could be you sit down one time and do it. I just love the stones. I love the pictures. I love the simple words of the book. And it takes me back. Our um, Milestones of Faith program that we have refers back to Joshua. Um, when your children ask their parents and times to come, what do these stones mean? We can tell them what the stuff, we can show them what the stones mean, the story of God's mighty power and mighty acts, specifically here in the incarnation. She also has an Easter one that tells the Easter story. She has a website. Um, Jeannie, I'm gonna stop you there for a mm -hmm. minute. I see that you're getting a little emotional. Well, I do when I talk about children's books or parents and children. And I love the story of Joshua crossing the river into the promised land and asking that question or propose, posing the question, when your children ask their parents in time to come, what do these stones mean? That's always been figurative for us in talking about the milestones of faith and what are, the, what are those significant steps in our children's faith that they... Um, that help them to grow and that we look back on as significant. This is so real. This book is so real where you're actually looking at the stones and there's so many stories that you can tell with them. I love the Christmas story. It's simple, but I can see this as really depicting any Bible story that mm. you wanted to tell mm. and just finding, you know, keeping a collection of stones of all different shapes that could be used to tell all kinds of stories or make all kinds of pictures oh my to gosh. help children express, express their faith. 
That is, that, it's really beautiful. I, I really, um, I will be posting a picture of the cover. And um, Jeannie, I was in touch with the author um, and she was really excited to help with our families. She sent over um, to be sure that we had the website. There are some resources on the website that you mentioned mm -hmm. um, as well. So we'll be sure to post that um, so that families can see it. Um, so whether or not you do it at a church or in your own home in your living room or kitchen backyard. or backyard <laughs> it's there um she has uh posted some wonderful family ideas for you to to um look through also she sent me um some ebooks that go along with this um that it used to be on our website but they are no longer there ah. um and so uh if you are a family that is looking for that if you would post something um, on the Facebook page or Instagram to let me know that you are interested, I will be in touch with you and make sure that I can send something to you. Um, and I want to say also that now, you know, those of you that have been listening a while, this isn't a podcast that does book reviews, but it is a podcast about helping you and your family to grow in faith. And so Jeannie, thank you very much for your time, for your passion, for sharing a wonderful Christmas story with us and how you can help us grow in our faith with our families. And so friends, happy Advent and happy rock building. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter, refocus, and reflect on family and faith. As you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast, reach out. Check out secondpreslr.org for my contact information, or you can find me in the Facebook group. I hope that you'll take five with us again.